Grace, mercy, and peace be with you from God, our Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. I think it's safe to say that uh, probably everybody here has been misunderstood from time to time in their life. Uh, I'd actually invite you to think about one of those times in your life and, and maybe focus in on it a bit. Uh, maybe it was a time when uh, you gave directions to somebody and you thought they were super clear directions and then they got completely lost and they thought you just had no sense of direction yourself because you gave them the directions and you were misunderstood. Or uh, maybe uh, you've said something really benign, just a, a general comment, and then been criticized for being rude or thoughtless in some way. You yourself can't under, can't believe that somebody else took your simple statement wrong, and yet now they're angry, you're angry, nobody's happy, and you've been misunderstood once again. Being misunderstood is not typically a good thing, is it? I'm not uh, typically one to read or quote Jane Austen's novels, but there is a fitting scene that really ties into this idea of being misunderstood. It's in chapter 11 of the book Pride and Prejudice, where Elizabeth says to Mr. Darcy, there is, I believe, in every disposition a tendency to some particular evil, a natural defect, which not even the best education can overcome. And your defect is a propensity to hate everybody. Mr. Darcy responds, and yours is to willfully misunderstand them. Sometimes there is a willful misunderstanding where uh, we don't give somebody the benefit of the doubt, so to speak. Other times, maybe we misunderstand somebody else uh, because they've said something that's, that's new to us, somebody, something maybe that is challenging to what we have already thought or understood in the past, and we, we just can't quite grasp it. Uh, in fact, I had a perfect example of this just last week with Simeon. He came home from preschool, and he said, Dad, I got a valentine for myself. And I said, no, you didn't. There's no, that's, that's not how that works. Well, it turns out that so nobody's left out in preschool, that is how they do it. They all kind of put in a valentine, and then they all get an equal amount. It was a new concept to me, and I thought he was just wrong, being the all-knowing father I am, of course. But I misunderstood him, and I had to apologize and say, I'm, I'm sorry, you were actually right. In Lent, uh, we're, we're following our Lord through uh, his passion, and this idea of misunderstanding actually shows up quite a bit. At every turn, it seems that Jesus is misunderstood. The scribes and the Pharisees, they certainly misunderstand who Jesus is, and they try to entrap him as a result. They constantly misinterpret his teachings. And the people, too, they, they don't understand what Jesus says. In fact, many of his parables are such that the people do not understand what they are hearing. Jesus himself says how people lack understanding in what he, of what he does. In fact, often, especially in, in responses to his miracle, like uh, when he feeds the 5,000, people simply think he's the miracle-working bread king. They misunderstand him. They think Jesus came to usher in an age of prosperity, even maybe to overthrow the Romans. But it's not just the outsiders either that didn't get who Jesus was often. Even Jesus' own disciples, they run away from Jesus. 
Jesus, in the end, is left to suffer alone. Mark says at the end of the arrest scene in Gethsemane, then everyone deserted him and fled. In all of the Gospels, we're repeatedly told how even the disciples did not understand Jesus. We get the exact quote in the Gospel of Mark. They did not understand him. In Mark 9, verse 32, Jesus predicted that he would, uh, that predicted three times that he would be crucified. They did not understand exactly what that meant. Even as Jesus goes to Jerusalem to suffer, die, and rise, they don't still quite get it. Jesus even uses this idea of, of a shepherd and the sheep to describe their relationship with these people who did not understand and needed this very careful guidance to understand better. On Palm Sunday too, John tells us in his gospel, at first his disciples did not understand all this. Only after Jesus was glorified did they realize that these things had been written about him and that these things had been done to him. Shortly after, when Jesus is about to wash Simon Peter's feet in the upper room, Jesus says to Peter, you do not realize what I am doing, but later you will understand. Jesus was clearly misunderstood often. The fact that everyone deserted him in the end, I think, illustrates it better than anything else, how nobody quite ever got Jesus. Their misunderstanding actually fulfilled the parable we're talking about here tonight, the parable of the seed falling on the path and being devoured by birds. That's what it's talking about, misunderstanding and not believing in Jesus. As Jesus put it, when anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in their heart. This is the seed sown along the path. It changed, though, for the disciples, because after Jesus' death, they did finally understand who Jesus was and what he came to do. That's what they were told. Jesus said to them, afterward, you will understand. Think of Jesus' walk to Emmaus with his disciples, that incredible story of how he, he talks with his disciples, and they at first don't even realize who they're walking with. And then he goes and eats with his disciples. And Jesus finally helps them to understand after all their misunderstanding. He even says there, then Jesus opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. So they could understand everything that had transpired and how Jesus had indeed risen. So for us and for Others across the world who open their Bibles to learn about God's kingdom, true understanding comes when we actually know and trust in Jesus as our Savior and our Lord. At times, we, we may indeed be like some of those other types of seed when we question his wisdom or his justice, as even we watch a broken world kind of implode upon itself. In our losses and our pain, it's easy to misunderstand God's love and his power. We may wonder even if his promises are all true. 
And yeah, especially in this season of Lent, as we prepare for the celebration of Easter, as we consider what He has done for us, His suffering in our place, His death and resurrection, how He daily cares for us, even when we don't see it, we know we can trust Him. We can be that good seed that takes root and is alive and well, living and active. So in that trust, then, as we are given that by His grace, we have the power to look the devil in the eye, then, and say, you may not take this seed, the Word of God, from me. It is mine. I understand it through the power of the Holy Spirit, and it is true. And that's the difference of the types of seed and how we can understand Jesus instead of misunderstand. Amen. And now may the peace of Christ, which surpasses all understanding, guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus, asking for that seed of the word to take root in our lives. Amen.